0: Again, dear ones, Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday night. It's time for the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. So grateful that you are with us. Please hit that like, share, and subscribe button. Let people know what we're doing and what's going on here tonight and every day here on the New Thought Media Network. I love Friday nights, folks. We get to get a chance to get together and share some of the good news stories that made their way across my desk this week and we can celebrate a world that's working better for everyone so here we go let's get right into it our first story tonight coming to us out of maryland now maryland's famous for their blue crabs there's one right there but researchers at the university of maryland have determined a whole new way to use crabs yep you know, we do a lot of tech stories around here, and we talk a lot about lithium ion batteries and other batteries for EV vehicles. Well, they have determined that the, there's a chemical in the shell of lobsters and crabs uh, that can be turned into a, batter, a, a a chemical for batteries. It's called chitin, chitin, C-H-I-T-I-N, chitin. And uh, when you combine it with zinc, You can use them in place of lithium, lithium ion batteries. This is pretty interesting and big news. The other fun part is when everything's said and done, the batteries are biodegradable in as little as five months and the only thing that's left over is the zinc, which can be harvested and reused again. Pretty cool stuff. The University of Maryland study also found that the Chitin zinc batteries were 99.7% effective over 400 hours of use. These could go a long way. Now, research is still developing, and uh, Newton, a gentleman that by the name of Newton, that was one of the authors of this, uh, said that when you develop new materials for battery technologies, there tends to be a significant gap between promising lab results and a demonstrable and scalable technology. However, they feel that's probably not the case here. Continued by saying this is promising technology for a future now, lithium takes a lot to get out of the ground, so um, crabs don't, lobsters don't. Uh, we'll see where this story develops, folks, and we'll be sure to follow this story for you as it develops. And speaking of following stories, our next story is one we've been following for a few years now. The annual Western Monarch count is growing. Now, this measures the population of overwintering butterflies. Uh, it, this is a, a a big rebound. The rebound started in 2021. If you remember, we've been reporting on this back all the way to 2020. Um, there was a huge drop in 2020, and researchers, scientists thought there might be the the population might be headed for a crash. 2021 saw a rebound. Well, 2022 we're now seeing the results. Uh, and the survey is a total of 272 different overwintering sites across coastal California. Uh, measurements were made this past November and December, and volunteers t- tallied over 335,000 butterflies, which is up over 2,000, uh, or I'm sorry, um, more than that, because last year it was at 200, just over 250,000, so we're up by over almost 100,000. Seventy-five thousand more, eighty-five thousand more butterflies. Wow! Scientists say this is means that the butterflies are back into their normal range, and there we should not expect to see a crash in the butterfly population in the monarch butterfly, monarch butterfly population. Good news for the monarchs and for us. I love the monarch butterflies. It's my wife's favorite as well. So. All right, here's another great story that we found the dancing lemurs are on the road to recovery. Uh, now, this is the first ever dancing lemur was born at the, U, uh, the United Kingdom Zoo. Uh, The precious baby arrived at the Chester Zoo on December 19th and was weighing just four ounces. I didn't know that that lemurs were that small when they were born. Uh, Proud parents, uh, both about 10-year-old lemurs, uh, came from the U.S. And they were, uh, so these two were, this little one was bred in captivity. uh, But it's part of an effort and a combined global effort to save the dancing lemurs from extinction. This could be a real lifeboat, said zoo director Mike Jordan in the UK. Great story. Hey, and you know, folks, we get most of our stories over at the goodnewsnetwork.org. They do a great job of collating and organizing a lot of great news stories that we find across the net. We encourage you to head on over there when you get a chance, give them some of the love and attention they deserve as well. My great producer, Diego, sharing that. Yes, we leave links in the description so you can find those. And one of the other places that we get a lot of stories is sunnyskies.com. And our next story tonight comes to you uh, through that outlet. That's where I first saw this and where I first saw this uh, follow up. Now, if you didn't see this story last week uh, or last month, actually, uh, a gentleman uh, out of Dominica. Uh, the Dominican Republic, I believe, excuse me, uh, went missing at sea. He was working on a sailboat, and the sailboat got blown away from its moorings, but didn't have any sails and didn't have a motor. Uh, The gentleman's name is Elvis Francois, and this all happened back in December. He eventually carved the word help into the hull of the boat uh, and spent a a month at sea Finally, signaling down an airplane with a small piece of mirror. Now, when he got back to to land, he shared that he survived on a bottle of ketchup, some garlic powder, and an unknown uh, herb or an unknown uh, spice that he found in the cupboard of the boat. Uh, Well, Heinz, the ketchup company, yes, this is a great PR stunt. Uh, Hines, the ketchup company, has reached out and said they want to buy the man a boat. They want to buy him a new state-of-the-art a boat equipped with full navigational technology, so that nothing like that ever happens again to the man. Uh, that's a good, good corporate citizen, there, Hines. You're getting some PR out of that as well. Um, it's interesting. The story I read said Hines is attempting to reach the man. Uh, however, he's very reachable on social media. And uh, it seems people know exactly where he lives. So I I trust that by the time we're actually sharing this story, Heinz has been able to reach the man and has been able to help Elvis get a new boat. Elvis living on ketchup and garlic powder. What a great story. I trust the man gets his boat from Heinz. We'll make sure to keep an eye on this story as well and share with you when Mr. Francois receives his new boat from Heinz Ketchup. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, folks, to let you know a little bit more of some of the stuff going on around the network, some of the people that support us and all the great things that New Thought Media Network is, but stay tuned, we got a lot more good news coming in just a couple moments, right after this. Please help us say thank you to our organizational sponsors, including Hetherland Foundation, Affiliated New Thought Network, International New Thought Alliance, Center for Spiritual Living, Denver. Center for Spiritual Living, Midtown Atlanta. New Thought, Philadelphia. Planned Happiness Institute. Summit Center for Spiritual Living. Center for Spiritual Living on the Lake, Ontario. Unity Spiritual Center, Kitchener, Canada. Ohm Center for Spiritual Living, La Mesa. Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey. Unity of Savannah. In Earth for spiritual living Seattle and all of our individual donors and sponsors thank you for being a part of new thought media network please like share and subscribe new thought media network come be you is in my soul I found a soft place to, a soft place to. with more of the good news here on the new thought media network thanks for being with us on a friday evening if you're watching on another at another time on a rebroadcast by all means please feel free to share your thoughts comments with us as well we'll make sure we get a chance to see those and respond if you're here with us live feel free to comment and join in as we go along as well all right our next story comes to us out of australia Australia is leading the way, folks. They have legalized psilocybin and MDMA for psychedelic therapy uh, with a prescription. Now, these drugs were, were illegal, as they are in most places, up until just a couple of weeks ago. Psilocybin, the known psychoactive compound in psychedelic mushrooms and MDMA, commonly known as ecstasy, are two of the most effective treatments for dangerous and persistent mental health disorders like treatment-resistant depression and PTSD. Research out of Johns Hopkins University found that psilocybin reduces symptoms of depression by 71%, when combined with assisted psychotherapy and prevented any return of the system of the symptoms in 54% of trial participants. A couple years back, we reported on a story out of Canada where a company was given a green light to study psychedelic therapy use uh, specifically for PTSD. I was unfortunately not able to find any follow-up on those on that story. However, if we watch, and I invite you to pay attention, folks, I think you're going to hear a number of uh, uh, quite a few more stories along this vein as scientists and doctors uh, 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 kind of Take a step back fifty years and start again. Uh, we were on the verge of much of this discovery in the fifties and the sixties. However, uh, due to uh, the legalities and the uh, the given politics of the day, they, those drugs were made illegal. Now, more and more doctors are able to see that there are, is good uh, medical health reasons. For these drugs, uh, for psilocybin and MDMA, interesting that LSD is not included on the Australian uh, list of new now now legal substance psychedelics. Uh, However, other countries are looking at LSD within the same vein and in the same bucket as uh, psilocybin and MDMA as well. All right, next up, a forty-one-year-old world record has fallen. To a 22-year-old woman, meet Femke Boll. Uh, she took off at the from. Uh, she was in the 400-meter sprint at the Dutch Indoor Championships recently, and she ran that sprint in 49.26 seconds, which is three three point three or point three three seconds faster than the world record that was set in 1982. That's a 41-year gap. She said, never have I ever seen that many people here. When I crossed the line, I knew that the record was mine because of the noise that the crowd made. She wasn't even able to, didn't see the clock, I guess. Uh, Bowl was also set a world record for the best indoor 500 meter at one minute, five seconds and 63 that was in Boston her first, in her first race of the season. Uh, during last year's Summer Olympics, or during the last Summer Olympics, she collected a bronze medal in the 400-meter hurdles as well. Femke Bowl, congratulations. You're the new world record holder of the 400-meter indoor sprint. 22-year-old woman takes a 41-year-old record to task. Good news, good news happening in the world of sports. And here's an interesting story that I found really good news coming out of England. This is Lisa Crick. Now, Lisa uh, does a really great upcycling thing, and she takes old leather couches and chairs and turns them into handbags and other sorts and other types of. uh, of bags and totes and uh, different material different ways she can use the old leather material. Now she isn't making luggage yet, but she says she's got an idea that might be next. Uh, she loves the challenge of sewing different fabrics. Uh, and she said that every fabric fabric that comes in teaches me something new. Uh, most of the couches and the chairs are donated. Now, if you've ever tried to get rid of an old leather couch, they're not exactly easy to dispose of. Nobody wants them. Uh, Now, I'm not going to ship mine over to England, but if you happen to be in the UK, uh, please do consider this. Lisa estimates that she saved at least 20 sofas from the landfill over the last 16 months and gets about 6 to 10 leather bags completed each week. She sells those uh, from her website, she calls them new baggings, B-A-G-I-N-I-N-N-I-N-G, playing off of new beginnings. You can learn more about Lisa and her company over at thegoodnewsnetwork.org. Just look for the story. It's easy to find on their website. All right, we're going to take another real quick break, but we've got another handful of stories to share with you here on the New Thought Media Network. So don't go away, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment or so. Oh, here is the church Here is the steeple Open the door Give love to all the people Oh, here is the church Here is the steeple Bust down the doors And wake up the people Cause I'm catching this feeling It's a funny kind of pain The price I'll pay for change, for change. with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. Friday night, so grateful that you're with us. Sharing stories, we hope, bring a a warm feeling to your heart. And this next story is exactly that. And It comes from my adopted home state of Colorado. I'm so surprised I didn't know about this sooner. However, uh, I'm here to share it with you tonight. Children's Hospital here in Colorado uh, has a program they call Say Hi with a Snowman. It's the third year in a row. Uh, and now, and it just opened uh, today for uh, new applicants. The way it works is kids that are stuck in the hospital draw a picture of their perfect snowman and then volunteers go out and make that snowman. Families from across the state uh, can sign up on their uh, on the children's Colorado Children's Hospital website uh, and then they are paired with a child. They get a copy of the children's picture sent to them, and then they go out, build the snowman, take pictures of the snowman, and send it back to the hospital. They will then share it with the child. Uh, it started as a way to just try and cheer up some young patients by some folks going out and making uh, snowmen out in the lawn, and now it's blossomed into a, a great big thing. I tell you, uh, it was real easy to register. My family were registered. And we're just waiting for a new snowfall to happen so we can build a snowman and send it back to a kid here that's stuck in the hospital. Uh, good work, Children's Hospital of Colorado. We love stories like this. And you know, folks, here in our third segment each week, we generally share those good news stories about the people that make a difference in the world. And this next one is really interesting. Um, meet Diane Gordon. Now, Diane Gordon found nearly fifteen thousand dollars in cash at, at a gas station near her, uh, and didn't keep a dime of it. Took it to the gas. Took it to the police station. Uh, and turned it in the interesting part is diana's been walking back and forth to work 2.7 miles one way she works at a deli counter Uh, her jeep had broken down and she didn't have enough money to fix it so she decided to stop at a gas station on her walk for a snack and noticed a plastic bag instead of keeping the money and buying a car she did the right thing She even said, quote, I just did what I was taught to do. We've heard that before, haven't we, folks? Well, it didn't take long. The story got out and some people started a Friends of Diane Gordon GoFundMe page. I don't know if it's still up or not, uh, uh, but you can see there the picture. uh, Over $82,000 has been donated so far. Uh, That's good money for her. her. Um, And she did eventually, and she was able to buy a a newer model Jeep Compass. Uh, She picked that up on February 8th. Uh, Other monies that may still be getting donated and money left over beyond that, uh, she said she's going to use to make some much needed repairs to her home. Right on, Diane. Doing the right thing and being rewarded. I love the generosity. Of people these days, folks. and We hear these great news stories and we hear great stories of people sharing their love and here sharing their financial abundance. Thank you to everyone that donated to Diane's, uh, to the GoFundMe for Diane. Uh, I can't wait to share this story again and again it again. Hey, you know, every week it seems like we share another Good Samaritan story of people helping dogs in distress. And we found another one this week this is Amber Steed. Uh, she was driving on one of the L.A. freeways, and you can kind of see from the picture, there's a little bit of busyness there, uh, and there was a lost dog running on the freeway. Now, people had been pulling over and trying to get the dog, uh, but as dogs are, when they get lost like that and spooked, he just kept running. Well, Steed pulled over, opened her door, and the dog just jumped right in. A few different people had tried. dog didn't want to have anything to do with them. Jumped right in for Amber. Uh, she recognized that the dog was already bleeding and its paw pads were already pretty c- cut up. Uh, so she got the dog some attention. There are no microchip. The dog was not microchipped. Nobody really knows who the owner is as of press time tonight. Uh, if you recognize this dog, please let its owner know. Amber would love to get the puppy back to its rightful owner at some point. Good work, Amber. Kudos to you. You're getting our Good Samaritan of the Week award here on the Good News Network. Or on the Good, nope, that's where we get our stories on New Thought Media Network. Final story tonight before we wrap up. This one really breaks my heart. Uh, on the right there is three-year-old Waylon Saunders. Uh, to his right is his mom. And the three nurses on the other side, his mom's name is Jillian, sorry, uh, his mother, Jillian Burnett. And the three nurses on the other side are part of a team that saved Whalen's life. Here's how it happens. He was found face down in an icy backyard swimming pool uh, in Ontario. Everything, uh, everything looked really bad. Um, paramedics couldn't even get a temp, a reading on his body temperature and he had no pulse when paramedics arrived. Uh, he was got, he was moved to Charlotte Eleanor Engelhart Hospital in, uh, Petrolia, Ontario and workers and healthcare, uh, people worked on him for over three hours, artificially pumping his heart, working CPR to keep his heart pumping and keep blood circulating. You know, we see stories all the time where somebody works, you know, a few minutes and they're done three hours of CPR before Wayland's heart restarted, but it did restart. And he was soon able to breathe on his own and was able, and and now he's going to be in rehab for a little bit. Uh, they said, quote, there was a big team helping them, keeping him comfortable as his organs started to heal and then allowed him to wake up, he's exceeding all expectations for a complete recovery. You know, folks, it's this story that reminds me my CPR certification is expired, and I think it's about time I got back, got myself a refresher course and updated my CPR card. Uh, I would encourage you to do the same as well. It's an easy process. It's a life-saving process. And you can learn how to do it in as little as little and get a lot of practice in as little as a few hours. Most local organizations, healthcare organizations, just look around. Do a quick Google search and you'll find something in your area where you can get some training and be able to perform this life-saving maneuver as well. Wow. Three hours. That one's congratulations to everyone involved. I'm so happy to hear that Waylon's still with us. Folks, you know, here on the New Thought Media Network, we love to share the good news and we love to share good times as well. Coming up in just a half an hour, our own Reverend Michael Mangus will be with us with the fireside chat. I invite you to tune in for that. And coming up at 7 o'clock tonight, a very special one-night-only event. You've watched the show a couple of promos tonight. Jarrett Burns, live from Salt Lake City Center for Spiritual Living. Uh, I was not aware of Jarrett's music until a few weeks ago. And I'm telling you, I am uh, super excited to share uh, this concert with you. And we're going to have a good old time with some good, spiritual, positive music tonight. So plan to join us here on the New Thought Media Network. That's at 7 o'clock. You get Michael, Reverend Michael from 6 to 7. Grab yourself something, a beverage, and join us at 7 o'clock for some really great music live from Salt Lake City via the New Thought Media Network. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm going to get out of here for now. Until I see you or get a chance to hug you again, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now.